What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Transformation Podcast brought to you by Soul City Church. Soul City exists to lead people into a transforming relationship with Jesus. And we hope that this podcast helps you move forward in faith wherever and whoever you are. Okay, so let's get into today's conversation. Hey, everybody. My name is John. And I'm Noelle. And you are listening to the Transformation Podcast. The Transformation Podcast is a new podcast brought to you by Soul City Church. Soul City exists to lead people into a transforming relationship with Jesus, Noelle. Whether you call our church home or whether you're just passing through on your podcast feed, we are glad you decided to listen in today. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a review if you have two minutes. That really helps more people find this podcast and experience transformation for themselves. Amen. And I also don't want to forget, we're not here by ourselves. No, no, no. It's not just you and me. We have Jay Jizzle. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want me to call him something else. So I'm calling him Jay Jizzle, y'all, today. Pastor Jared Stevens, Mm -hmm. one of our lead pastors here at Soul City. The yes. Oh, the Honorable, yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that yes. what they called Barack Obama good and, reverend. and Michelle? Yes. <laughs> the Honorable, yes. Mm-hmm. Queen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Jared. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Welcome I, back. Well, it was fun hosting the last episode with you. Yeah. Great John. time. We really mix up our guests around here. We I, do. I, I mean, At this point, on. it's either me or John. <laughs> so we've got to maybe expand <laughs> past this. It's really just an echo chamber for next, you and I. Next weekend, Noel is going to be the guest. Ooh, mm-hmm. Don't get too excited. Julian's after that. So we'll just keep mixing it around. Yeah, oh it's just God. there's only four people that go to our church That's and they're it. all in this room. <laughs> this is it for our listener. This oh is it. My Fantastic. God. All right. Well, uh, Jarrett, this weekend uh, is a special weekend at Soul City. We have a few of these throughout the year. It was a baptism Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And baptism is, I say a special thing because it is obviously a, a special practice uh, within the, the Christian church at large. But I think it's Soul City specifically there's an extra something. I don't want to give a word to it. Did you it. say sauce? Maybe. A little a little a little extra like side thing. Mm-hmm. You go through the mm-hmm. you know, you order and you're like, Can right. I also get a side of ranch? Side of that. Yeah. That's you know. not the sauce you're really talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he went straight into literal sauce. <laughs> I went to Midwest. Mm-hmm. And he said ranch. I'm she from the Midwest. Ranch ranch oh my ranch. god. <laughs> I'm a white kid from the Midwest. I love ranch. Oh, this is so funny. I can oh sorry, go ahead. Go Please. Anyway. Continue. In in my church experience though, I mean baptism is a big deal at every church, but there, there's something a little bit maybe different, I would say, in my experience with Soul City. Can you talk about kind of the history and the heart of baptism at Soul City? Yeah, sure. I mean, we, I mean, I think we're, um, I remember the first couple we baptized here. It's so crazy because we're, we're recording this shortly after this week's gathering and Joel Miller is playing bass. Joel and Kate were the first two people that we ever baptized at Soul City 10 years ago. And, you know, I think in the early days of this church, just to get anyone to come back a second time was like an, a major movement of God, you know, that anyone would come. And then when we were a couple months in, we realized, you know, this is a part of what it means to be a church. It's part of a practice of a church is that you would, you know, what Jesus sent us out to do is go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, in the name of the one who sent you. So... So we started like, okay, well, who wants to be baptized? You know, and they would sign up and they would fill out a form and they would meet with someone and we would shoot a video for them and it was beautiful and it was awesome. And then as the church began to grow more and more and more and more and more 
more people kept saying yes to Jesus, we realized, oh man, we can't do it maybe that way anymore, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, this week is going to be this one person's baptism. And so we started doing more baptisms, you know, in a weekend. And then what we began to realize is that we had made it, we had just, we had done the thing that churches so often do is we'd overcomplicated it. Mm. And there's a story in the book of Acts about Philip, this disciple of Jesus coming across uh, an Ethiopian leader, this person of influence that was trying to read the prophet Isaiah, trying to understand it. And um, I believe it's the prophet Isaiah. And, you know, Philip basically got to share with him about how all these prophecies led to Jesus. And then there they are on their journey. And Philip basically says to him, look, there's some water right there. Or no, the Ethiopian eunuch says to Philip, look, there's some water right there. What's keeping me from being baptized? Mm. Mm. And when we read this passage years ago and we just thought, what are we, are, are we doing things like our forms and our, you know, cause we want to be faithful to what it is that you've, you know, said yes to Jesus. If you've said yes to Jesus, your next yes is baptism. So we want to be faithful that people getting baptized understand that this is a, this comes after saying yes to Jesus. It's the next step of obedience is to get baptized. But we just had made it too complicated. And so what we do mm-hmm. at Soul City, just back to your question, John, is, is we have some folks who are signed up like, yes, they're ready. You know, they've been wanting to get baptized. Maybe they said yes to Jesus since the last time we did baptisms. Maybe they did it years ago, but they've never been baptized. So we have some folks that are prepared, but then we give an invitation uh, every time we do this. Hey, if there's anyone here who has yet to be baptized, you've said yes to Jesus, or you're about to say yes to Jesus, we give people an opportunity to do that. And you want to be baptized today, you can get baptized today. There's nothing stopping you. And we literally say, look, here's water. What's keeping yeah. you from being baptized today? Oh, and so we've just our built a team. Our, our volunteers are amazing. They have everything that you could possibly think of or imagine for people to get baptized. And we, every time since we started doing this, we have folks that showed up to church, not thinking they were going to get baptized and saying yes to Jesus and getting baptized. So that's sort of how we do it again for us. It really is. It's that next yes. Once you say yes to Jesus, the next yes is to publicly declare um, that Jesus is your way. What we say right mm-hmm. here is that baptism is what transformation looks like in public. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. Baptism is what this inter it's the external expression of my internal yes to Jesus. And it, 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 that's what my life with him begins to look like internal transformation outwardly, externally manifesting itself in what I say and what I do and how I love and how I treat others. And so baptism is really the first way to begin to, to practice that. Yeah. I love, I love what you, how you describe it. And it's so accurate of my experience of it, that baptism here is, we don't want to minimize it. No. We, we, we no. know that this is a weighty, meaningful decision for a lot of people post saying yes to Jesus, but we also don't want to overcomplicate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and, know, and I we don't want to create barriers. Right. To keep people from, from saying yes to Jesus or, or responding to the spirit's move, you know, yeah. The, the yeah. leave it to churches, you know, when the spirit's moving to go, awesome. Can you come fill out these forms? Can you wait six weeks? I mean, that's that just, that's what we're so good at is, mm-hmm. is, you know, kind of getting in the way at times of what God's doing. And I want to be really clear. That's how we do it. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Tons that's what of I was just different say. churches, tons of different places do it tons of different ways. Um, you know, I came from a tradition where we baptized once a year. That was kind of, it, yeah. it was, it was yeah. out in the church parking lot and it was once a year. Uh, the last, or yeah, two churches that I worked at ago, we would just, you know, because there were so many people that were getting baptized, we didn't have time to, you know, dunk everyone fully. So we would, you know, put water on their forehead. It's just mm-hmm. a, a way to represent it. The church I worked at also, you know, would baptize one person every quarter to kind of like symbolically represent that yeah. in the service, but then they would have an outside of the service baptism celebration where hundreds of people would get baptized. Mm-hmm. And so 
there's a thousand different ways to yeah. do it. And the, you know, it's kind of like, it, it comes back down to the heart of it is the point isn't the water. It's a mm-hmm. symbol. It represents something. The point isn't the, the way that you do baptism. It is just a way to declare that Jesus is your way. Mm-hmm. The, the, the logistics mm-hmm. I think is what gets us so caught up and can divide people and can divide churches and like, Oh, your way is wrong. Or you, what about this? And I think we're once again, completely missing the point of this, that this is a symbol to demonstrate that my old life has been buried with Jesus and raised into new life in him. And it's my, my next yes after yeah. saying yes to him. Yeah. And Christians can get really uh, divisive over, over Just it, re- like, you really? know, and like, weird yeah, around gotta it. There's got to be more important stuff But that's for us the to history talk about. too of totally. our faith. Like yeah. that's the history that's that baptism there. and this and that, or I want a baptism. You have to be baptized as this a baby. Way, you as have a baby, to, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. so that's, that's the history of the Christian faith. Yeah, so we mm-hmm. create lists and yes. lose the heart. Yes. Of the whole thing. And so, yeah, I guess what uh, an ask that I want to make, not of the people in this room, because I know y'all won't do it, but those <laughs> listening. So I used to be a part of Planet Fitness. Oh, and nice. Planet you Fitness. Part of, does that mean you used to work out there? or you? I like used to work out there. there. Okay, because yes. the way you said it made it sound like you worked there or you were no, a trainer. Uh, sorry, I sorry. I used to be a part of Planet I used to be Fitness. a part of, but well, when, when you're a part of such a such a expensive high-class establishment. It's a family. Really, I'm a I mean, part a, of it. Yeah. Absolutely. And Planet Fitness, I don't know if you, they have the lunk, what do they call a lunk alarm? So they don't want people going in there being like, look how much weight I can lift and then slamming the weights down and making everyone else feel bad. Mm -hmm. So if you slam the weights down in Planet Fitness, the alarm's going to go off and they're going to embarrass you about it because you're trying to show off. And so I want to say there's going to be a lunk alarm as you're listening to this podcast because we're about to listen to some stories of baptism and your Christian training can kind of kick in sometimes Mm -hmm. and your, your inner Pharisee, your inner judgment can sometimes be peaked of, well, no, but. I was taught you should do it like this, or why would they say it like that? I just want to encourage everyone listening, let's reserve our judgments or anything, and just just listen for the heart of of what baptism can be and is and has been uh, for these people that we're going to listen to. That's my ask of everyone listening. No lunks. Wow, that's that's good. No lunks here. I like that. No lunks. Baptism brings out the lunks. John's going to dunk on people who lunk. That's right. safe to say? Mm -hmm. You can dunk, John? He's got spunk. I well, I'm cool. sorry. I, I he's shouldn't have called him out about he, that. He's qualified to dunk. <laughs> he's qualified. He's, he's, he, he's got all yeah. the things on paper to dunk. <laughs> Come on. We'll see. Come on. All right. I'm so, so sorry. I, I sort of uh, already talked about this a little bit, uh, but today we have a bit of a special episode, something a little bit different. Noel, oh, I love this. I, I, I'm really excited about I'm this. Excited I'm about excited about, it too. about this, yeah. too. I had a, a great time. So yeah, we, yes. we sent Noel out as our reporter mm, in the field. Out in the streets. Out in <laughs> the she hit the streets. streets. She hit the Zoom. And <laughs> she has talked to several people from our community uh, who have been baptized in the past. And she talked with each of them about their story of faith and their story of baptism. We're going to listen to some of those today. So first, you talked to Kayla, correct? Yes, I, I met Kayla when we went to El Salvador last year, and we like to say the last flight that we both took um, <laughs> <laughs> before the it's pandemic. True, huh? And so we were in El Salvador together um, working with children in a school and a church, and it was amazing. Shout out to Love Works. I'm always going to be a— at our par- It was a, a, with Enlace. Enlace, our partner. Like, I mean, so incredible. Yes, we, we love it. So our whole group had a great time, but— Kayla and I are both share um, social work. We both are social workers and come from that perspective. And she actually is a part of a group here called Wholehearted Living. 
and she's just proud of that group and being a part of that group and how they deal with shame and resiliency. But I, I chose her because I knew that she would be so open to sharing her story. She's such a sweet and beautiful spirit. So I'm, I'm really excited for her to walk us through what her life was before she was baptized and how what led her up to um, joining Soul City. Kayla, tell me a little bit about what brought you to Soul City um, and what you're doing currently now at Soul City. Sure. Um, I think that's a great question to start off with when mm-hmm. we're talking about baptism, because um, in order to realize like why it was so significant for me and why I chose to get baptized, we kind of have to talk about what brought me there. Yeah. So um, I will go way back to say that I don't think my story is unique, that I grew up in a Catholic household being a priester is what people say, going mm-hmm. to church on Christmas and Easter. Um, and I got baptized as a baby, did that whole thing. Um, and it wasn't until 2017 that I had a moment where I was like, oh, like God sees me and I see God. Mm. Um, and so that was four years ago, only four years ago. And um, it was in that moment that 2017 was a hard year for me. You and I have gone through like mm-hmm. the past couple of years in a practice, but 2017, I developed some disordered eating habits. I graduated grad school only to move back in with my parents. I love them a lot, mm-hmm. but it's that's hard. Mm-hmm. And then um, I got my heart broken pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So I was a little down in the dumps, <laughs> um, but it, the relationship that I was in was a long distance relationship. I, as I mentioned, was here in the suburbs of Chicago living in my parents' house. And the person I was dating was living in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, a little bit of a difference there. Mm-hmm. But um, the last weekend I was out there visiting him, we went to his church. And uh, it was the only time in that we were dating that I went to church with him. And I was excited because I was like, if you, if there's something there for you, there has to be something there for me mm-hmm. and I need it and I'm ready. So let's go. Um, and I walked in and immediately I was like, Oh, like there are people here that are my age and there are people here that are happy mm-hmm. and there are people here that are confident mm-hmm. and there are people here that are in community with each other. And um, I felt it and I was like, oh, I want it. I want this for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day we break up. I fly home to Chicago, and the first thing I do, um, I'm in the car on my way back to my parents' house, I'm not even home yet, is Google non-denominational church Chicago and Soul City is the first link, the mm-hmm. first thing that pops up. And um, I say all of that because it was a moment of, like, God saying, you know, like, let me be the one to take care of you, you know, like... Mm-hmm you did such a good job getting up to here and people have loved you well and you loved them well, but like it's find your identity in me, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm your source of love mm-hmm. and I'm an Enneagram too. And like, it's like so fully. <laughs> and so like love is like what I'm after. And you know that yes. I love talking about love. Yes. And um, it wasn't until 2017 where I began to think like, Oh, I can get a full, everlasting, stable, Mm. life-giving, exceptional love all the time. Um, 
And I think it's also significant to point out that it was 2017 that I first had that moment with God because um, it wasn't until 2020 that I got baptized, mm. right? So that's like two years uh, that it took me to be like, okay, God, like, I, I, I felt you once, but like, who are you? What are you? Mm-hmm. What does this look like for me? I was very selfish at the beginning of my faith journey because I was like, what? Like, am I just worshiping? something in the sky like what is this Mm. what is this for me and uh i went through alpha i asked all those good questions that i think are valid of like what's the bible and how do we know that it's true and um is church just something on sundays and how do i have a relationship with god and what is this all about Mm -hmm. i i had to take those two years of self-discovery and by the time february 2020 came around I just knew that God's next step was for me to get baptized. Wow, that's so great um, for that introduction of your journey um, pre-baptism and then up until now. And so I know some people think like, okay, after I get baptized, you know, my life will change instantly. And was that the experience that you had um, post-baptism? A little bit of Mm -hmm. yes. And I don't want to say that just... um, to give anyone false hope because mm-hmm. there's only there's it was a yes in some elements of my life and no in others mm-hmm. um and so I think that's the reality of like God works at his speed and his pace right mm-hmm. and not everything's going to come when we want it to but I right after I got baptized you and I hopped on a plane and we went to El Salvador yes we did <laughs> yes we did we the did. last trip we all took last trip mm-hmm. um and that was so fulfilling um at the beginning of february that was the end of february at the beginning of february i didn't even know i was going to go on that trip so Mm -hmm. that was a work of god Mm -hmm. in and of itself um and then the day that we got back from el salvador i started a new job Mm -hmm. that i really really feel like god has prepared me for Mm -hmm. um and the gifts that he's given me and the experience that he's put me through i I'm currently a um, wish experience architect at the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Yes, love that title. That sounds, <laughs> sounds very fancy. It's very fluffy. I like it. <laughs> um, but it essentially means just project manager mm-hmm. on wishes. Um, and so it's a lot of macro and micro work. Mm-hmm. You and I are both social workers, yes, so we are. know that language. Mm-hmm. Um but it's that project management, but also realizing that like we're dealing with families that are really in a vulnerable, tender spot mm-hmm. and children that, um, you know, we really want to give joy, hope and healing to. Mm-hmm. And that can be a nuanced thing of trying to be productive, but also trying to be present. And so um, mm-hmm. I feel like God has equipped me to do that. So that's how one way that my life changed. Um and the other way is um, I started leading a group in 2020 at Soul City mm-hmm. that is so life-giving, so life-fulfilling. And at the beginning of 2020, pre-baptism, I would have laughed if somebody was like, yeah, you're going to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the group is called Wholehearted Living. Um, it's based on Brene Brown's curriculum. Mm-hmm. Shout out to another social worker. Yes. Of her uh <laughs> It's all about shame and resiliency to figure out how we can be our most like wholehearted, authentic selves in mm-hmm. our day-to-day life and the choices we make and um, everything, basically. Mm-hmm. It's the opportunity for, 
for you personally, people individually to figure out like, what makes me feel alone? Um, like, what is that thing that's so shameful to me? And you do it with a group of other people to realize that none of us really, really are alone mm -hmm. and that we are all so loved and worthy of love. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been such a good, good blessing to be able to do that work because every time I go through the course, I learn something new about myself. Yes. So you, I'm hearing a few things that are grounding you, like leadership in your group, as well mm -hmm. as um, learning more about yourself. Is there like something that you, we can wrap up and give the listeners like a practical, like day to day, what do you do every day that grounds you, if anything, or something that you're striving to do? Yeah, uh, I think there's two things. One I do somewhat well, and the other one I don't do mm. well at all, but I strive for it. Um, the first thing that I do is um, I really just try to sit in silence. Mm. That's my goal of 2020 is because, like, this isn't new news to anyone. We're consistently consuming stuff. Mm. Um, social media, music, podcasts, nothing against podcasts, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> books, TV. Yes. Um, and I can't hear God when all of that is going on. So um, for me, that looks like five minutes. I am no expert, but five minutes of just silence is how I ground myself to make sure that I know what God's voice sounds like. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing that I'm not the best at, but that I strive to do daily is just to talk about God in my conversations and to bring them up, you know, mm, like good. baptism is um, a public moment, but it's def it was a private commitment for me, mm. right? Like it was a private commitment in my relationship to God and it just happened publicly. Mm. Um, and I need, and I haven't really had more public moments of me and my faith outside of the walls of soul city church. Mm. And I want, and I need to ground myself and having God be a part of my like consistent conversations and thoughts and um, being essentially. Awesome. I love that. I love it. So my, I guess I have this thought and sort of belief that whenever someone's sharing their story or if I'm ever listening to a teaching, my question always to, to sort of God or Holy Spirit is like, what do you have for me in that? Mm -hmm. What, mm -hmm. what in that was for me? Uh, Jarrett, as as you listen to Kayla talk, what what was for you there? Yeah, I mean, the thing that kept coming up for me is, and knowing Kayla, I love Kayla. She's an incredible part of our church, and is I think I take for granted how much God can do in someone's life when they open themselves to Him. So in this case, I'll make it personal. I forget and take for granted how much God can do in me. Mm. When I commit myself to him, when I make myself available to him, when I keep showing up, you know, because I, I, I've known Kayla now for a little bit, but I just, this is all very new to her, given, mm. given, you know, if you look at the course of her life, I mean, this, this yes to Jesus and being baptized, going to El Salvador with you, Noel, yeah. serving there, leading a small group, that's all in the last like two years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it is significant to know her now is to just know her like of someone that's growing and growing and growing. And so for me, it's encouraging for like crusty old dude like me, you know, it was <laughs> like, God can still do anything when I make myself available to him and, and keep showing up. So that mm -hmm. was incredibly encouraging to me to hear that. Cause I don't think I ever knew that this was all that recent for Kayla. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. neat. Uh, Noel, you've, you've 
heard this now yes. a couple times, yeah. but what what's there for you? Yeah, well, just to piggyback off what Jared is saying, it is new for her, but um, something I learned from her while we were in El Salvador f- to, together was she's always asking questions mm, and yeah. not to critique someone, but to really get to know and understand mm. their why. And I think um, as I was hearing the stories throughout or someone who grew up in church, sometimes I forget to ask questions because I just go on with the norm. Um, of what I've always done, you know, do this, do that. Like we said in one of our first episodes, just like do good things, right? And right. not really ask people their stories because that's where you can see God really moving. So when I had this opportunity, I was like, I need to continue to be curious. Mm-hmm. I need to be open and vulnerable with other people mm. so that I don't get like Jared stale and old. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like wow. <laughs> well, I brought it on myself. Pew, pew, pew. I really pew, brought it on pew. myself. Shots fired, wow. baby. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, <laughs> I do I do want to know I am curious and I want to hear more about the New York trip. I didn't know that where she went to New York, mm-hmm. went to church and then I think she just said and we broke up the next day. Yes, she did say yeah. that. Cold hearted. It'd be like I don't know. I don't know who did that, but that is. I mean, that's. Yes, but it was for her good, right? Like totally, no doubt. Like, let's go to church and then, like, (laughs) on our way to Chili's afterwards, it's over. I'm sorry, Caleb. You're hearing this, girl. You did the right thing, (laughs) boo boo. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I think for me, it was the. I kept thinking back to the space between, you know a yes to Jesus or a first step in 2017 Mm -hmm. and then a baptism, you know, two, three years later. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, we talked at the top of this podcast about how, you know, after a yes to Jesus, that that's sort of a a next step being baptism. But oftentimes there's like a million little shuffles for Uh, people in between those two steps. Most people. I mean, that was true for me. I got baptized, you know, through when I was 16, which was two, three years after saying yes to Jesus. You know, my, my wife sh- was baptized here a few years ago, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she has, you know, been following Jesus the majority of her life, you mm-hmm. know, and that was just, that was the moment for her. So mm-hmm. I, lo- I wanted to highlight that because that's, that's cool. That's a beautiful thing. All right, yeah, next you talked with Carrie. Tell yes. us about Carrie. Uh, so Carrie and I met when um, I did a, a, a small group called Sex and the Single Girl here at Soul City, um, and it was a great group of women. You know I had to drop the title, Jared, because, yeah, that's what the group was called. Why not? And so, <laughs> and so I don't know. If, did that get bleeped? No, we're no, good. No, we're, no, good. we're good. No, we're good. No, um, <laughs> so that's nothing. Yeah, that's I should have brought the rap horn for that one. Bum, that's bum, what, bum. Yeah, for that title. <laughs> so Carrie and I met, and um, she's a Loyola grad. She just recently graduated um with her degree in social work. And Go Ramblers. Yes, she does a lot of work um, around domestic violence and healing trauma and educating people on that. And um, she just brought a lot of insight in our interview to cultivating intimacy with God and um, what that looks like in that you do have an opportunity to start over in your walk faith journey with God. And I thought that was something great for the listener that we have to hear that um, – and, and it's going to be a theme throughout, but you can start over wherever yeah. you are with God, and he's there waiting for you. So I'm super excited to share this. So my sweet Carrie, I'm so happy that you're mm-hmm. on the podcast today um, to talk a little bit about yourself and um, what brought you to Soul City and your baptism there. Um, I'm going to start us off with the question of you introducing yourself and your relationship with Soul City, mm-hmm. but also 
um, what did your baptism mean to you um, when you were baptized at Soul City? Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Carrie Hill, and I've been a soul citizen, as I like to say, for oh, love a that. couple of years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Soul citizen. But yeah, definitely for a couple of years now. And I have to say that being a part of the Soul City community has definitely been life-changing for me. Um, one of the biggest life changes was experiencing baptism uh, just a few months ago. It's crazy to me to think about because this is the third time I've been baptized, mm-hmm. um, but I truly believe this third time was the one true time where I was able to fully commit myself, my life, uh, everything that makes me me to serving God. Mm-hmm. And the first time around, I was young, I was nine, and I thought I knew so much about who God was. And what I knew was that God was good. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to serve a good God, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. then life happens, hardships happen. And I just remember being so angry because God is good. And I didn't understand how all these horrible things could happen, mm-hmm. happen to me specifically. And so I ended up getting rebaptized in college because I just remember releasing all of the anger and frustration that I really had with this world and how things operate in this world and releasing it and giving it to God and understanding that God loves me and that my worth isn't necessarily clarified or given to me from the world, but it's it's completely verified through God. Yes. And so I was like, okay, I can do this. I, I'm going to recommit to you, Lord. But this last time, this last time was so different. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because of the fact that I had a safe place at Soul City to explore something that I've never done before, which was intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. To know that God is good, that's great, right? That's going to take right. you far. Uh, to know that God loves you, amazing. Uh, But I got baptized this last time because I loved God. Mm. And it was making sure that God knew that I loved him and that I was going to give my life to him, not because I wanted a relationship with him that mirrored the relationship that he may have with other people, Mm. but more so because this was my time, this was our time. Um, for the intimacy within our relationship to develop on a whole new level. Yeah, no, that's really good. Wow. Um, so I do love that you share the story of your three baptisms because I know um, some people who may have been baptized as a child may feel like, oh, I, do I really need to do it again? But walking us through your mm-hmm. thinking about each step of your life and why you were baptized and what you were going through at that time is it's a it's a it's an imagery of like I can start over. Um, and I think that's what yeah. God invites us to every day is a, a new opportunity to be different and to walk with him in a different way every day. Um, so great. Exactly. Um, so I wanted us to go back to that day cause I was there and I ran up to the uh, tub when I said, girl, what? Um, I ran up there <laughs> because I love you so much. And, um, I wanted you to take us back to what you were feeling that day, whether it was before mm-hmm um after or during let's let's go back to that experience 
Yeah, definitely. Well, if I can be honest and transparent, Mm -hmm. I was so nervous. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness, (laughs) I was so nervous. Even though I felt as though I was growing in my intimacy with God um, and I was entering this new season and I was fully, like, you know, on a logical level, ready Mm -hmm. to do this. It was like, wow, this is a public demonstration. And for the first time, I felt myself like not having to worry about or care about what other people thought of me getting baptized, especially, you know, those closest to me, knowing that this was the third time around Mm -hmm. or um, what my relationship with God looked like and like getting an okay that you're, you're good to go. Like it wasn't about that this time. Mm -hmm. It was just me and God Mm -hmm. and focusing on that. And so that was scary to like step out it felt like stepping into this whole new season, this whole part of my life. And it was just me and God and like trusting in him that this is the next step that needed to be taken. Uh, But afterwards, after it happened, just pure joy, just absolute pure joy and freedom. Mm. And it makes me like, I get all misty eyed just thinking about it Mm. because it was just like getting a hug from God. Um, as you know, I was bent over into the water and coming back up. It was just, it did feel like a whole new beginning. Mm, That's good. Um, and I actually want you to also talk about, um, this whole new beginning. Cause I, even like the joy, I can feel the joy that you're expressing like through your, um, phone. (laughs) Like I know in those who listen, we like, yeah, I can, I was like, I'm right there with her. I mean, I, and I love that you have such this joy about life. Um, and your relationship with God. And so can you tell us a little bit about um, post-baptism? How has your life changed? Mm -hmm. If so, I know that there's a lot of new things going on for you, um, but also how has your relationship with God or the relationship with the church that you go to, um, has that Mm -hmm. changed at all? Uh, I would have to say yes. (laughs) And and bear with me, but like Mm -hmm. how I imagine the conversations that I have with God are very, um, yeah, my age is showing, but it sometimes <laughs> feels as though I am sitting here wanting to throw a fit yes. because now every interaction that I have, the question is literally like, how can I serve God in this moment? Wow. You know, and it's like, especially with all that has been going on lately Mm -hmm. in our country and in the world, it's so frustrating sometimes. And it's like, okay, okay, but how can I serve God? Mm -hmm. And sometimes serving God in the moment is loving Mm -hmm. unconditionally. Sometimes it's forgiving. Sometimes it's extending grace. And so I just want to throw a little tantrum and act a fool and go back to my old ways of handling it, you know? And I imagine God is like, look here, Carrie. I'm going to mm-hmm. need you to go over there and sit down somewhere and yeah. be still. Trust me. I got this. Yes. No, that's <laughs> real. So that's the best way. Yeah, that's the best way I can explain it. After getting baptized and just fully committing to all of what my relationship with God can be, mm-hmm. it's an ongoing conversation with God now. No, and I, I really appreciate your transparency because – I we find that in scripture, like we see people who are struggling with what God has called them to do, and they're uh, either throwing mm-hmm. a tantrum or they're tearful or they're crying. Um, but God is still like, I have this and I trust you. So I think it's 
it's like being a Christian doesn't mean you don't feel anything but joy, you know, all the time. It means that you're right. still human, but you're submitting those human emotions to God. And I, I really appreciate that. That's good. Um, Cause I definitely throw a fit and be like, uh, uh, you know, you see those things on Instagram, <laughs> like, but did you really say that guy? Cause I need another, um, give me another, uh, um, example or give me another sign. Cause I, these three signs right? you sent were not enough. So t- tell me again. So I think, yes, I think a running theme we've seen heard heard today was being still and allowing the Lord to speak. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, who wants to have a conversation when the only other person is just talking and talking, but if you sit and you're still Mm -hmm. and let God speak to you, that's good stuff. Mm -hmm. So I do want us to wrap things up and I want to offer you some time to share with the listeners a word if you have of encouragement or if someone's listening to this and they're nervous about being baptized, maybe it's their fifth time. Um, what, what words of encouragement do you have for them? I think what comes to mind immediately is just that with all the feelings that have come up this year, specifically this past year, with everything that has happened, uh, to just keep in mind that God can handle it. Mm -hmm. God can handle the nervousness, can handle the anger, the frustration, the sadness, the hurt, the suffering. Mm -hmm. God can handle all of that. And it's something about feeling the peace that God gives you Mm -hmm. when you're able to truly give it to him to let go and to trust him because God is a God that never fails. And so that's just something that I'm continuously learning (laughs) and sometimes rumbling with, but it is so true and it's helpful, especially when times are rough. Okay, can we talk about one thing real quick? What's that? Soul citizen. I, <laughs> yeah. Listen, 10 years, I've, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. Really? Stop. Soul citizen. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. Oh, yeah. Expedite the shipping. TM that. TM that. <laughs> Here, here's my address. No, like, I love that. Okay. Yeah, that's that a w- good soul one. Citizen. That was for me. Yeah. That's that was what it. was for me. That's all you got? <laughs> I mean, all right. No, yeah, no, there was much trail more. Trail blazer. Yes, mm-hmm. I love it. Um. All right, yeah, Jared, what, what was for you there in Carrie's Well, I story? mean, I, th- I think we're all going to comment like that her, for her, the, the two things that kept coming up is that that piece of joy and mm-hmm. this, you know, that you know, when we talk about a new life, there should actually be some life to it. Right. Come on. And yes. for so many of the folks I grew up around church, there was not a whole lot of life in their life yes. with Jesus. Yeah. It was yeah. like very stale, strict, boring, predictable, or there was a life, but they somehow hit it, you know, like the because they thought they were supposed to be more stoic for Jesus. So I just appreciate yeah. that about her. And then that what she said, I can't remember the exact words, but like I'm looking for uh, opportunities to serve. Like how, Lord, can you use this as an opportunity for me to serve others? And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, for me, that is incredibly important because if the gospel um, is this good news of Jesus is only a, for me and about me, I've missed the point of the gospel. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so it mm-hmm. is for me, but it's not, just about me it's about others and it's for them as well and so absolutely it ha- to me if, if it it becomes this individualistic and it becomes this like what's god going to do for me how's this going to change my life How, and and i could you could easily take our mission like leading people into a transformed relationship with jesus and people assume like oh it's all about me getting better and growing and mm-hmm. and if it doesn't lead into others and opportunities to serve then we've messed something up or we've missed something along the way so i just love her 
attitude, her perspective is incredible. Yeah, no, she was great. Um, can I jump in on what was for me? I think um, the way that she talked about God was so familiar, right? Like it sounded like, you know, a father or a friend or someone she knew really well. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I, I love that that could be the perspective that you share with someone, right? Mm. Like, I know him. Like, that's my friend. I talk to him all the time. Like, we're so cool. Personal. Very personal. Mm. And it, it makes it feel like, wow, this is someone she's walking with day to day um, and who's a friend of God. And I want to say, mm. I always wanted to have relationship goals like uh, mm. Enoch and God. Come mm. on. I was thinking relationship that, <laughs> goals. I like you know, it. Old I Testament loved. relationship goals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, mm. he, like, Enoch was walking with God like and so much so didn't he just take him up to be with him right like I've always wanted to have that relationship that was so familiar and so that was a challenge for me not to be like oh I have to read more and Mm -hmm. do more for God but to really understand who he is and so I'm glad she brought that to her Mm -hmm. um, interview yeah that's awesome i love i love carrie's energy i love listening that that joy is infectious absolutely it's so infectious all right tell us about then finally you talked with lj tell us about lj Yes, so LJ is actually someone who Julian, our amazing producer, and I I don't say that lightly, y'all. He's the bomb. um, Introduced me to, I've heard, he was also on Julian's podcast, and um, I heard a little bit about his story, that he has just such knowledge and experience to share, and so I was really happy that he was open up to the opportunity of talking to me. So um, from Julian's report, LJ is just a humble servant of Christ, and you'll really see that reflection in his interview. And he's going to give us a lot of imagery on his emotions and experience during his baptism. And I'm excited for people to listen to that. Awesome. Okay, so LJ, I'm just uh, going to start as if we have a conversation already. <laughs> um, and so I, I do want to give you the space to talk about um, your relationship with Soul City and what brought you to baptism when you were baptized and what it means to you. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been with Soul City for almost three years now, mm-hmm. uh, and it has been just an incredible journey throughout that time. But when I first came to Soul City, I was at um, an integration point in my life mm-hmm. where I was, I knew about God, but I didn't know God. And, and I mm-hmm. think we've all sort of been there in different points in our life. Absolutely. Um, but when I decided to, to go to Soul City because it was literally the closest church near me, I, I Googled closest churches and <laughs> there was Soul City. Um, I just heard something. I discovered something in the community, uh, in the preaching and the message that made me want to keep coming back. Mm. Um, and then a year and a half into my time at Soul City, uh, I, I met an integration point. And what I mean by that is I needed to integrate my faith, my belief into all the different areas of my life. And that's what baptism, um, sort of meant to me. It was, making my private sacrifices public. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. Wow. That's such a theme that's happening in our interviews, that public um, display of a private commitment. And I, I love that. That's um, that. I really feel like that's the Holy spirit speaking, you know? Um, and so I, I want to kind of bring us back to that day. Do you remember um, what you were feeling? Um, let's say before or during, or even after that moment um, that you were baptized? 
I was feeling a, a wave of different emotions. Mm -hmm. uh, beforehand, I was feeling anticipation and um, I didn't know what was going to happen next. Mm -hmm. uh, I wondered what would happen the moment that I got into the water, mm -hmm. the moments after I got into the water. Would I become a different person suddenly? Would I uh, see a revelation? Mm -hmm. And what was amazing about that um, throughout the whole time before, during, and after was that I was extremely present. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times it can be very difficult. You're thinking about the past. You're thinking about the future. You're thinking about maybe what other people are thinking about you. Um, but just during that time, I was able to be incredibly present. And that's what I felt really close to God. Um, and when I finally got baptized, when literally my head uh, went into the water. I, I just was so present to everything that was going on, a wave of emotions rushing over me. Mm. Um, and I really felt close to God in that time. Yeah. Um, and I know that there's um, a pattern in Soul City to that the community is really involved. And would you say, again, that the community at Soul City was um, helping you in that process? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It was integral to even me getting baptized. At the time, I was um, I was leading an alpha uh, group. Um, and the reason that I even led up to baptism is because I'd done a couple of different alphas. I'd been in a couple of different small groups, mm -hmm. but it had gotten to a point where I was around baptism. I'd seen other people get baptized, but I didn't know if it was for me. Mm. Um, but people just kept sort of pushing, hey, have you ever considered being baptized there? So the community aspect of it really led to me just sort of getting the idea in my mind. And then that final little nudge was, what am I waiting for? Yeah. Um, I need to make this a public declaration. Wow, that's that's good. Um, I, I definitely feel like the community at Soul City has held me up and guided me. And so I, I love hearing how other people have um, had a relationship with people at Soul City that I may have never met before. Um, and I know a lot of people enjoy Alpha and the work that's done in Alpha. Um, and so I'm going to take a, a just a pause, but um, how has your relationship with God and even the idea of church and your experience in church changed or it could have not changed um, after your baptism? Absolutely. I think after my baptism, mm -hmm. what I discovered was the promise that I had been hearing about, um, mm -hmm. and you hear about it every Sunday, is that God wants to have a relationship with you. Yes. Um, and if you, you know, if you have a crush on someone and they don't reciprocate that, or they don't feel the same way, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. But God is saying that God um, wants to have a relationship with you. Right. So I needed to participate in that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and what I discovered after baptism is when I participated, when I made the public declarations, when I made the private sacrifices, when I committed to um, just being one with God, um, everything started to, to sort of come together for me. Um, and the things that were happening in my life were really a testament to making a spiritual commitment to dive into the word, to get involved in the community aspect, mm -hmm. to give God, uh, my finances, to give God my relationships, to give God yes. my work. 
And that commitment is, is what really happened after baptism is just understanding, wow, when I'm in relationship with God, I'm the best version of myself. I'm the person that God wants me to be. No, that's so good. And I think what I pulled from that too is, and I feel like this is the season I'm in is, um, the, the private sacrifices, there's a death to, and not in a, you know, scary way, but there is a death to former ways of thinking and former ways of feeling about things. You walk in a newness of like, okay, now I have the Holy Spirit to help me in this situation. And I don't always have to be so reactive and things like that. So I do feel that, um, yeah, that just integration throughout my life. That's good. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and so just to have some final words for the viewers um, or listeners, because no one's watching me, um, for the <laughs> listeners, um, is there something specific that you'd like to share with them as they are on their journey with Christ or people who may be listening that have never started? Is there something you'd like to share? Yeah. The thing that I would share is if you feel something stirring inside of you, mm. if you feel like there are things in your life where there's a little part that's been missing for a long time, um, a verse in Ephesians really touched my heart. And it says, now unto him who is able to do immeasurably more mm. than all that we ask or imagine, according to his power, does it work within us? That means God is trapped inside of us. And taking mm -hmm. that step to uh, commit to having that public declaration moving forward with baptism is going to be the greatest decision that you've ever made um, because you'll understand what that relationship means. Wow, that's good. And I don't know if you ever heard this before, LJ, but you got a preacher's voice. I said, oh, Lord, <laughs> I felt that. My goodness. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Look, I, I thought so, too. I thought the exact right. same thing. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. We just leave it there. with Took, uh, took me back. I said, whoa, I'm back oh, in my okay, granddaddy okay. church. Go on, go can, on. can we give a shout out <laughs> to the missional power of Google? Oh, like yes. Search engine optimization yeah, I'm, I'm all about I, is I, I leading know. people into a transforming relationship with Jesus. <laughs> the ministry of SEO is pretty incredible. It's strong. Yeah. It's strong at our church. Yeah, well, yes. I, I'm glad someone did it because I have no idea who or where or how, <laughs> but someone somewhere mm -hmm. did that. So Thank I'm glad. the Lord. Thank that the Lord. That was awesome. I mean, yes. I, I think for me, you know, there was a ton from his story specifically and personally, and I appreciate how specific and personal his story was. And, um, it was just incredibly humbling for me and maybe equally empowering, you know, to hear these people, Noel, that you talk to, mm -hmm. these folks from our church, and so many more, so yes. many more today that got baptized, um, th that are sharing this moment with us, that we get, we get to be a part of this moment in their story. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going all the way back to Joel and Kate Miller, the first two people we baptized here 10 years ago, into my kids being baptized here, baptizing friends of mine, baptizing guys in my small group, you know, to these stories here that you shared with today. It's incredibly humbling to me to see um, the part that this local church has gotten to play in people's bigger story with Jesus and in, the, and, and in that grand story of redemption that baptism is a part of, that each of our lives gets to be a part of. So, it was just incredibly humbling. How cool, like all these people having these, like, you know, even LJ specifics about what's it going to feel like when I come yeah. out and what's it, and all that's happening, you know, in the midst of one of 
many people being baptized that day and many baptisms in a year. And um, for me over here, it's just incredibly humbling and and empowering. Yeah. And can I just say um, thanks, Jared and Jeannie, um, because it was your yes to God, like and your continuous. Yes. Like that all of us are even in this room today and it's God working through um, people being obedient to the plan that he has for them. So that's exciting, too. And that's yeah. the theme that I get from there. If Soul City didn't exist, of course, God would be moving and of working. Course. But it was the yes of our lead pastors, which and is many, great. many, 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 absolutely. Many, many more. Yes. Yes. I think back to the the psalm that, that you and Jeannie continually bring up. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their, tell their story. story, you know, and I think that's something that we're committed to to doing here. And mm-hmm. I'm always incredibly, as you're saying, encouraged, empowered and blessed by it. So, Noel, thank you for the work that you did out there in, in the streets. In and, the field I l- reporter. I and it's the <laughs> snow is just beaten down. Yeah, and you're trudging you through it shot. with microphones. You and are you are for all our viewers. Noel and Julian. Well, let's not forget Julian. Yes, Julian yes. Out there Julian in the van. Julian, I imagine, was in the van. <laughs> getting all of this stuff so oh my no. gosh Thank huge you, shout out that's really cool and i love just that different format for the pod today so yeah, thank you it was yeah. a lot of fun i love hearing very the NPR, stories very very npr of hey. us, so i appreciate we're that. doing investigative journalism yeah, here right. investigative journalistic ministry yeah um and a big thank you obviously to carrie and to kayla and to lj yes absolutely mm-hmm. and a thank you to julian like you said our producer here who just works so hard to make sure that we're all on one accord here mm-hmm. and a thank you to the listeners we are oops i listener, mean listeners listener. my grandma my mama that, thank uh, you those, those two for <laughs> listening. it's growing it's growing it's gro- we're like up to three or four <laughs> listeners yeah, now because of uh google yes wow, thank you right. so so much we value your feedback and um your stories yes absolutely City. and speaking of feedback make sure you leave a review uh, subscribe so that you never miss an episode uh, and leave a review so more people can find this podcast. Uh, and then to finish us off. John, just here. just real quick on that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we talked about the ministry of search engine optimization. Mm. It legitimately does make a difference, though. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like, because yes, I'm not does. a big Yelp reviewer. I'll read everyone else's. Yes. I expect the rest of the world yes. to, to do the world. Same. Yes. Same. And then I'll just glean from that. Yes. But, like, on this, with this, it really does, it does. make it more uh, accessible, make mm-hmm. people see it more. It kind of rises to the top of the mm-hmm. search engine. So, even just putting, um, like, the question, like, is John White? Like, oh is, as, as the review. Yeah, question. I mean, right. that, that shouldn't be a question. Oh <laughs> right. <God. laughs> right. Just that. Just putting it out there. Because he thought sauce meant ranch. Yeah. Oh, So, Lord. listen, just putting <laughs> that out there, any sort of review, it helps. What, yeah. wh- whether you like it or not. Yes, please. And star, also, listeners, um, Listener. Jared's white, too. So, don't he let is, him get you confused. But oh. I don't lead with that. <laughs> I try not to lead with that. John just comes straight into the room. That's the first thing that walks in is his whiteness. <laughs> But I try not to leave Let, with let's that. Let's not get confused. No, no, up it's in real. Mug, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say otherwise. <laughs> I'm just saying that's not the only thing I'm saying. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> so, so people can leave a review of that of the yes. of the last thirty seconds. 
The two J's. If you listen to the end of this episode, you gotta get his jaw is dropped. <laughs> you gotta oh, get. You get a really gift coming hurt. your way. Come I on. Do Soul Citizen Church. Listen, <laughs> Noel, let's keep on with this. I think that the God has led us to pick, to picking on John. So I think that's what that, that's okay, part of where yes. God's leading us is oh, to pick on John every week. Okay. I feel really good about that. I'm I'm still on the edge, but we'll see what happens. No, it's up, God. I feel it. Oh man. <laughs> all right. So you asked me. I'm sorry. Before all of that. Well, I was gonna ask you to give us a, a blessing and a benediction. I don't think so, I've lost all spiritual but <laughs> well i think what uh we say every week at soul city and i was uh grateful to be able to say today we pray that god would wreck your life with his incredible love and grace Thanks so much for listening to the Transformation Podcast brought to you by Soul City Church. For more from Soul City, including teaching, giving information, or to join us for any of our weekend gatherings, visit our website, soulcitychurch.com.